Dalmnogorsk, a small town on the far eastern side of what was, in 1986, the former Soviet Union. Witnesses reported seeing a glowing spherical object streaking through the early evening sky and impacting a nearby hillside. Within a few days, local scientists were combing the forested area for evidence of the object that had fallen from the heavens. In later years, even more UFO reports would filter into the West from the USSR as the Iron Curtain began to fall. One of the most interesting encounters was a report printed in a local newspaper from a city south of Moscow. The article was a first in a number of reports of an apparent UFO flap that included a number of close encounters with strange creatures not of this world. This case file joined the theorists as they find the droids they were looking for in... The Voronezh UFO Encounter. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 257, the Voronezh UFO Alien Abduction Soccer Game. Number one, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag trend, hashtag FYP. Does it, does it search better if we say it? <laughs> if we say the hashtags? Uh, I'm Braden. <laughs> tack, on, tack on 20 more hashtags while we're at it. I'm hashtag Braden. I'm hashtag Zell. Hashtag Dan. <laughs> oh, you're not going to get searched. Hashtag Andrew. brother. Um, I'm not on anything. <laughs> Before we start, I've got a new a new segment that I want to run past you guys. Uh, I haven't I haven't come up with a name exactly for it yet, or it doesn't have its own theme song yet, like other people's files or whatever we call them. Uh, <laughs> but it's. It's just not yeah, popular yeah, it's, enough. It's, no one likes it. Problem, basically, right? nobody wants to send it. Songs, uh, but so it's uh, you know I talked about meeting an alien on marketplace. Why don't you just say it? Why don't you just be like, please make, make me a song, song for my sake? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm jealous. We're, we're gonna call it like hybrids inside. Right? Alien sighting, alien interaction. Um, so I was at. Uh, you know, I, I tell everyone if you want to if you want to have a talk with an alien hybrid that's trying to learn how to communicate in in <laughs> Earth, uh, go to your local Facebook marketplace, try to buy anything, and you will find yourself talking to some sort of uh, alien hybrid, whether it be reptilian, uh, you know, zeta reticulin, something that is trying to figure out how us uh, Earth people communicate. However, I recently had I was run in with one of these aliens in real life. Uh, went to Save On Foods, local grocery store, uh, Dan. I go on Sundays because there's so many mouth breathers there any other day. <laughs> like Sunday afternoons, like the, the best time to go shopping. There's no one there. The only downside is... I wonder if everybody goes on the other days yeah, to avoid <laughs> the king yeah. of all mouth breathers. Yeah, <laughs> smart. Breathing on all the veggies. Uh but but there's like all the like the teenager like it's their first job it's like their day to work so it's like you know it's like you you weigh the pros and cons kind of thing so it's buy my groceries and the kids like this little teenager is just ringing the stuff through and he's 
you know, what's your save on card? And that's like the points, right? You get the points, you give me your card, you collect your points. So I scan it and it like rings in the total at the end. And they're like, his machine makes a noise and he goes, I, this is how he said it. He went, oh, you won. <laughs> that's how surprised he was. So instantly I went, what did I, what did I win? And he goes, I, I don't know, but Savon has this, <laughs> they have this contest where you can win all these prizes and you won. And I'm going, well, that's crazy. What kind of, pri- what kind of prizes can I win? He goes, well, there's you know, all sorts of stuff you can win. I go, well, what's the best prize you can win? He goes, I don't know. Chicken broth. <laughs> that's the best that's the best <laughs> I was, I was is like, it what? like a can is it like well, one of those little boxes I was instantly like, so like, taken about I was like wait chicken, chicken broth that's goes, the best he goes yeah I don't know and I went that's the best chicken broth. that's the best prize and he goes like I don't know it's it's all relative I guess and I was like oh okay Who the, I'm disappointed what? he didn't fuck with you <laughs> what world more. is like relatively the best so, prize he could win is chicken well, broth. It's a good. It's a grocery store. That's I a good guess prize. so. I, I did broth? what I did. Really expensive mean, though. It'd be like a cut of meat or something. Well, ask what I want. What I actually want. What'd you win? I what won. Did you hashtag uh, win? Uh, hashtag I won uh, one of the small containers of the Western family, which is like a, the no name brand. Uh, mm. Greek yogurt, plain. Fantastic! Wow! Big, Amazing! How big? Just, you know, one of those like small, a, like, like not a big one, not a big tub, but like just the medium, medium tub. So you, of, say, you know, the huh? kicker, six do- kicker is our boy over, our boy over here is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you won six dollars, is what you're saying. Basically, yes. You but won six uh, bucks. I was like, I was hey, like, wins, wins, wins. He, the the worst part about that was is he got like he he got excited, which then made me excited. I was like, oh shit, what did I win? And then he not only matched my level of excitement, but then like upped it. He's like, he wrapped up. <laughs> I don't know. We're, they have this thing going and you won. And then he hits me with the chicken broth. Unreal. But obviously alien hybrid doesn't know how to interact. Right. So it's, <laughs> sure. he's just new to these things. Yeah. But listen, whatever you've been ringing people in all day. People ain't winning <laughs> shit. But, you know, this guy yeah, won Western Family fucking yogurt. Point. Yeah, Bro, no one's excited. He'd be like, on my watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm about to change someone's I, life. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, man. We, yeah. I'm a big broth we, guy. Do you want to make a soup tonight? Well, you can now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you weren't going to, yeah, you are now. on the menu, bud. Why don't you head down aisle eight and grab yourself a can? Condensed. <laughs> You want an eight ounce can of tomato paste? Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was I was so disappointed. I was like I was like laughing. I was like, oh, that's a yeah, yeah really anticlimactic. Yeah, uh, so uh, it's an alien confirmed alien. They're out there. Uh, if you're having run-ins with these aliens, I want to know. Right, we got to start making a map of where you have these alien interactions. So if you're having an interaction with someone where you go, this person is not a human because humans don't think this way. Shoot us a message on Facebook. Tell us a story. We want to hear it. I want to ha- have a good laugh. Uh, let us know. Uh, anyways, today we are talking about Voronezh. UFO. This is a pretty insane UFO sighting slash alien abduction, actually. It's got, a, it's got a few of our favorites all wrapped into one. Well, first off, it's also got a ton of eyewitnesses. Uh, it's 
post-Soviet Russia. So it's, you know, it's a little crazy. Uh, like we're talking like fresh. It was still Soviet. It was still intact, I think. And it was like, like the, the wall was going to come down fall, that basically. Year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. So it was, they, we were lining little, up at the bread line. And fully, and fully fallen into uh, the curtain has fallen, but it's still, you know, it's still hanging on by a thread at this yeah. point. It's still like, yeah. It's yeah, like the, the curtain, curtain fell and no one likes what they saw. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, yeah, so Voronezh refers to the uh, the city. Uh, you wouldn't think it's a small village because I think we've we've talked about of other uh, UFO sightings before, but they've always kind of uh, centered around like smaller villages, like out in the middle, kind of the middle of nowhere, Russia. But Voronezh is a relatively developed uh, yeah, city. It's, um, it's a little bit of the, a you know under village. I, I don't even know. It's, it's a city. Yeah, it is a large city. Um, it, at the time, it had uh, nearly a million inhabitants, you know, crammed into there, probably those giant, uh, wonderfully uh, architectural, uh, appealing uh, Soviet communist black and gray, gray, gray cement apartment buildings. Mega cities. And then 20 years later, the population is exactly the same. <laughs> so it's been thriving since. Uh, yeah, it, it was an industrial center for things like machinery, electrical products, chemical cigarettes. It was a factory town, processed foods, stuff. It probably smelled great, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Fucking industrial stacks, chemicals, baby. cigarettes, <laughs> and fucking processed stacks. foods. Mm, mix that all together. Sure, fucking burn out your nostrils, sense of smell by the age of like 10. <laughs> Um, but there was a report, like the first report of a UFO, uh, th this incident, I guess we could call it, because it is, it includes a whole bunch of stuff uh, that goes on, uh, appeared in a local newspaper that was titled Kamuna. That was the name of the newspaper. And it was an article written by one Alexander Mosolov. And the title of the the article was A Soccer Game with Aliens. It's unbelievable. That's Russia, amazing. Russia was already at it with the fake news. Right, pushing <laughs> propaganda because there was no there was no soccer game. The aliens did not partake in the soccer game at all. I'm gonna get to the forefront. There was no they didn't kick the ball, they didn't header it, they did nothing, they didn't cheer on the game. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> they had nothing to do. You're clicking on it. Huh? You're clicking yeah, on it. Like that, you're clicking on that shit. That sounds like a fucking Super Nintendo game. Yeah, I guess so. I I mean I anything Mega to Man soccer. get readers of the what it was, Kimona Matata. I mean the way it's written, it sounds more like a Space Jam style. Yeah, oh, like yeah, if you read that, good, hard, yeah. a soccer game with aliens. Yeah, like I'm Doug yeah. Pele. <laughs> my favorite, is, my favorite Isakai Space Jam. Uh, so uh, the article spoke about an object which had been seen on September 27th of 1989 and it was about 6:30 in the evening. Now there was the the primary witnesses for this were uh, two school children named Vasya Surin and Ginya Blinov uh, who were playing soccer in what was uh, generally known as South Park. <laughs> and there were other witnesses according to the article at a time. Um but these are the two, like those two kids are the ones who were, who are the, who have been interviewed multiple times. Uh, but other witnesses included a girl named Julia Shokolova. And then there were approximately, according to the article, 30 to 40 adults who observed this strange occurrence. Now, mm, what? <laughs> so 30 to 40 people. Um, 
and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but like those 30, 30 to 40 adults, like I don't have the original article. And if I did, it was probably in Russian and I'd have to translate it poorly. But the 30 to 40 adults could include maybe witnesses of people who saw something strange that day because the, the soccer game with aliens was not the only part of the story. There is more yeah. to it. There was actually sightings leading up to uh, <laughs> this this apparent soccer game with aliens. Now, um, No soccer game was played. None. <laughs> uh, so some of these other witnesses uh, had related to the newspaper that they had saw a, a pink or red light in the sky which had turned or manifested into a dark red sphere. And there were estimates thrown around of being about this thing was about 30 feet in diameter. And it would hover in a certain spot uh, around this area of South Park and then jet off and fly away. Could, could you imagine behind some trees? Imagine for a second you're sitting there and you just see this dark red ominous sphere just like lower down. You're just like, you're in Russia. Mm. You're just like, oh my God, thank God. It's the sweet release of death coming for me. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Well, I mean, I wouldn't even imagine they'd be that scared because it's probably like the third scariest thing they've seen that day. They just got out of the bread lineup. Their bread got stolen by wolves. (laughs) (laughs) On the way home. Wild dogs. (laughs) Uh, uh, So after these, these sightings of this, this red disc or this, this light that had been appearing in the sky. Apparently at one point uh, it, it appeared uh, over near this area of South park. And then uh, for a few minutes it hovered and then everyone saw this object land down. Now this is where you get the reports from Vasya Surin and Genya Blinov who are playing, uh, they're playing soccer, playing ball there in the park um, uh, like and watching this, object come down and some of these other witnesses are kind of uh, cited by Mosolov in his article talking about uh, that when it this object landed it from the bottom section of the sphere a hatch opened a hatch or some kind of opening and then a bean appeared out of this not Did it have like a nice slow ramp? <laughs> fast ramp? What was the speed of the ramp that came yeah. down? Because that's always a question of mine. Yeah. That, right. And how fast did the doors open? Like that's yeah, always questions. Um, Wait, how much smoke? How much smoke yeah. came out of there? Right. Was released. Right? Yes, was released upon opening. And, and what was the background ambient lighting uh, for when this thing... Because this I thing... Don't, I don't like, think any of the kids were carrying a light meter at the time, so I'm not sure. But... This thing was huge. Like this being like they said, like the door, whatever this thing was that came out was the size of the door. Yeah. This like, is, it's it's like it, it's like the day the earth stood still robot big. Yeah. Oh, the Cyclops guy. That's uh, oh, fucking terrifying. Uh, what's it? Now this thing wasn't a Cyclops though because it had yeah, three Yeah, eyes. it's literally... The tr- <laughs> it's a Triclops? A triclops. triclops. Yeah. Would that be... Yeah, fucking TN just Would that be the proper, proper nomenclature? Triclops? Yes. <laughs> I mean, when Pete's not, not wrong. Are we considered biclops then? We never really <laughs> refer to ourselves as biclops. <laughs> well, I never if you wanted to. thought about that now. So we should start. Biclops. Yeah. 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 Bi- we, say, we say biped. Yeah. Hominid. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I'm going to refer. We never say biclops. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, you, you know, he's related to us. He's It's another biclops species. That's a yeah. fellow he's biclops. A biclops. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this so is just, like it's disheartening. Like, let's let's talk about that for a second. You see something <laughs> with a third eye, you're like, whoa! Like, Ooh. you know what I mean? Spiders, too many eyes, too right? Many. Someone got two eyes, you at least you're like, okay, 
I can relate to this guy. We're on the same level. We're on the same level. The third eye, you're like, oh, all right, this is some, what happened to you? <laughs> right? One eye, you're like, there's been a terrible accident. So that's See, I'm like happens. I, and I'm reading the reports, and I'm like, I'm not sure if it was three eyes or it was one eye that kind of moved from like three sections. So there was like three, like there were three sections. I'm thinking of fucking, I'm, I'm picturing like a Zaku fucking from Gundam. There's like one little pink eye, and it just moves from section from section, section to, to section. section. Like whoop, so, it's got whoop, three slots. Whoop. Yeah, it's got three little slots like separated by by some material. It just kind of reminds whoop. me of like that the He Man guy optic. <laughs> it's the eyes around, around, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, that's, it's, that's what they, they witness is that this thing, and not only did it had three eyes, but they also mentioned that this thing was, it was dressed in these, uh, or it seemed to be wearing, uh, like a silver covered overalls, something and like a silver suit, you say yeah. silver suit, silver jumpsuit. And then these, uh, they, they describe them as like bronze colored boots. And Herbie Hancock yeah. himself. And then when not only that, they they remarked that it had some sort of disc-shaped object on its chest. Like there's some kind of like disc. So it had an entire like overall an get up, and then something was there. I don't think it was hanging from anything. Like it was like it was attached to the suit, or like, it was like the like Iron Man. It's like or a logo. Some, some people said like maybe like some sort of like like mini satellite dish looking thing. Like it was almost like a receiver or something like that. <laughs> Honestly, that's what some people said. Sure. Now, uh, this being once it, once it stepped out from the craft, apparently it was, it was followed shortly after by another, uh, apparent entity that was a, a shorter, smaller boxier. This is crazy. This is fucking <laughs> crazy. Is it right? Like, could you imagine all these kids and this fucking hatch opens up and this giant, Three-eyed alien pops Wait, so out. One alien came out, or one 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 triclops. One triclops came out, or potential, followed by a uh, easy bake oven with legs. Was, it, was there not two? Was there not two aliens? Came well, two. Out? Well, the second one came out later. Oh, okay, okay. Following yeah. those ones. Gotcha. So you had second one's a little boxy yeah, guy. The easy bake oven, <laughs> kind of like a little. City had dials and shit, uh, like Modok. Yeah, like Modok. It's one hundred percent a gonk droid from Star Wars. <laughs> What's a gonk droid again? Like. Which one's the gonk droid? It's GNK. It's like it's it's designation is like GNK, and it's basically like, like a walk. It's a walking trash can. Like it's that's what it looks oh, like. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it just well, it makes does, a sound. The, the sound it makes. It and does you only make see it for sense, like two though. seconds in the first. You only see it like for two seconds in one of the original Star Wars. But that I've always remembered that fucking because so like dumb. they did come out and he like the first alien was like very like looking at the grass, the foliage, like you know, you know the dirt. Right, so maybe he was just going to toss some, right? Surveying, toss some scanning. into his little compactor friend that he brought with him. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it did make, it did remind me even like uh, <laughs> so like the gonk the gonk droid in Star Wars his his primary uh, function is as like a power generator is like a that, that's what oh, he yeah. does. Okay, so it made me think like, of like that that if if it were some type of droid or some type of a uh, robot, he's like power in the like suit that he's there. wearing. Yeah, it could it could, it could be a. It could be a whole bunch of things. It could be like an atmospheric projector. It could be a, a, a some sort of uh, defensive thing. Like it could have been anything, but maybe it's just a little <laughs> boombox. <laughs> Likes to listen to podcasts when he works. That's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> right. Could have been a little Wi-Fi extender. It could have been a little Wi-Fi base station. Like you know, no yeah. soft rock. <laughs> they only listen to synthwave. Little John Tesh. <laughs> That's fair. 
Oh, yeah. Um, now, so you have these ones, and then, like we said, a second being emerged from the craft, a second of, uh, now you have a pair of the 10-foot uh, uh, beans that, that came out there. Now, um, both of these 10-foot, huge. Ten foot. These things styles. have, like, the, literally no neck. Now, it goes from shoulder to right. fucking dome. Like that's it's it, like, like a, just huge shells. Like, like the right Solarians and Doctor Who. There's just like so kind of like, like uh, a helmet, fucking uh, juggernaut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Ju- oh, so the juggernaut with his helmet on. So just yeah. no neck. Yeah, no neck. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting a good picture. Just like fucking everything. It's like there's a there's a. I wonder if they're really this big, or because it's just kids. Well, there's some adults. Too, right? There's some adults. These are fucking sixty foot tall. Well, we don't know if the adults actually witness the beans or if they just witness the craft. Uh, so you the know 40 what? The people that witness it. Not necessarily everyone's seen the aliens. That's what I'm thinking is I think that the 30, 40 people saw the craft like going through the park. Like there might have been people in the park, but the kids are the only ones who witnessed it come down. And and, and I'll say this. I'll say this right now. We, me and Zell went to high school with a guy who he must, I think he was like 6'10", 6'11". He was humongous. When we were in grade 10. When we were in grade 10, he was a senior. So he was in grade 12. And he would sometimes wear a shirt that's been like, yes, I'm 6'11", like, because people ask. And like, if I saw him in the woods, I'd be like, 10 feet tall. <laughs> it's a giant. Oh, 10 yeah. feet tall, bitch. <laughs> 10, 10 feet. Sasquatch. Like, he was so, like, unbelievably taller than everyone. It's a everyone, bike collapse. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's a fable Run for your lives. collapse. He has depth perception. <laughs> oh, we're doomed. <laughs> yeah. All right, people. Here's a new one. Send us your best biclops sighting. <laughs> <laughs> they're out there man just gotta be looking uh, look hard <laughs> uh, so yeah you had the, you have these two beings emerging from the craft and they have these these gold discs which uh, which when on closer inspection by some of these kids when they when, when they were interviewed they talked about how that these these discs I'm pretty sure like these ones they had a symbol inscribed on them which matched one that was on the craft as well Oh, so like it's like they're branded the same. I told you it's a fucking. I said well, logo. It's like you know, it'd be it's like a military thing. Yeah, military there's thing or like any sponsor. Any yeah, <laughs> it's a sponsor. This this trip's been fucking sponsored. Was well, who's it, Dan? Know, who is the sponsor? <laughs> when I looked at it, I was like, <laughs> at first I was like, when when I went back and looked at it, I was like that. Is if you, if you pull up Voronesh and you pull up, uh, you know, you look at the title of the podcast, you type in Voronesh and you type in symbol, this will this symbol thing will pop up. Uh, when I looked at it and I thought about it for a while and I just, uh, I was like, that's the Maserati symbol. <laughs> no, I think it's pretty simple. If you think about who sponsors most of our sports teams and anything like that, it's always some type of finance company. And if you think about it, a intergalactic voyage would be quite expensive. Sure. So I'm saying, yeah, they're out here looking for spices, bank. man. They're out here looking for space spices, just like we did. Okay, are we talking <laughs> about this? Are we talking about the symbol that, that they saw in the belt, yeah. like in the illustration? Yes. Because I'm telling right now, that is the UMO symbol. So I came across that too, but I didn't know much like, without about it. That was from another sighting, right? Yeah, so the, well, no, it's it's from a game. It's from the evil fucking aliens in Space Bomber. It's a Japanese game. I can send you a link to it. No, I'm pretty sure that those games, the Japan, they based that they based that game on actual sighting, and the guy's name was Antonio Ribeiro. and he, he said these from Planet Umo was he wrote, wrote, wrote a book, and the sun was Wolf Four Two Four, like a binary star, 
And he claimed that this was a very similar symbol that in his sighting encountered. Hmm. Yeah, the first time it popped up was in 1947. That's... Oh, okay. Maybe this guy still... It's interesting. It popped up in 1947 where? So with this... Yeah, with this symbol, it's like, just to describe it, it's pretty much like it, it is three... It's three lines, like two... One in the middle and then two on the sides, which are kind of like cur- crescenting in each yeah. into the back. And then there's like another, there's another one. Usually there's another line bisecting those three lines. Um, there's also it, like a lot of people say this symbol looks like another symbol and that's the symbol for Uranus. Yes. And, the one that we use and is similar, I, at least to the descriptions that we have. Yes, it is similar. I'm going to say right now, if... A spaceship lands and everyone's wearing symbols of Uranus. You're in for a bad time. Right? You, know, you know they're looking for butt stuff. Is what yeah, you're saying. Oh, 100%. Uh, everyone in this audience is about to get probed. That's what's happening here. That's why they're strutting out. They got the Easy Bake Oven ready. They're, they're like, all right, line them up. Right? That's Listen, what's happening. They, they get out. They come up down the slow ramp with the smoke. They grab a little dirt, grab a little grass. You know, that's a, a other type of organic samples. And then what's next? Yeah, they're, they're going to get the most you organic. Be, you're you're yeah. up next. You're the next sample. <laughs> well, there's a one person's description of him. He's like, he starts to get all these objects, like spherical objects. And then like, like, like triangle shaped objects and different objects. I'm like, those are the probes. He's trying to figure out which one fits in you. That's what he's doing. He's lining them up. He's looking up. So what do you think this one? What do you think these ones use? Okay, what, uh, let's circle back to Umo. You, you find anything there, Andrew? So based off the Japanese game, video game, similar symbol, you said forty. You said 47? Yeah. yeah, that was just taking me back into a little fucking write-up on Roswell, which I don't think there's any... So like, I don't think there's Japanese Roswell, video games and giving us a background. They did, they did find those yeah. symbols at Roswell, supposedly. That, that, oh, okay, that, there you go. Then that's that maybe like where the symbol kind of, They kind of look like from. Russian... Russian characters in a way a little bit. Some people say it hieroglyphs. Well, right. the other the other thing we failed to... And then the goal of the Umo aliens was to fulfill the Project Noah's Ark, a scheme involving massive extraction of DNA genes from the Earth's various mm, life. Okay, paths. well, that's... that's good. You, you know, you could say that based on some of the accounts. But the, other, <laughs> the other thing, though, the other thing that I was thinking about, I completely forgot. As I was nice. saying. Nice. <laughs> You know what else? Yes. What about? You know what else it kind of looks like? It kind of looks like like a fucking like a, a, a five speed manual transmission. Yeah, Maserati. Like, like the symbol yeah, on like the, the fucking like shifter. Maserati. Yeah, it looks like the fucking Maserati script. is an intergalactic brand from the future. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It looks it does, just yeah, like it. Though. I don't. You mean like the the diagram of the gears? Yeah, like first, yep. second, third, fourth, fifth, and then reverse. Yeah. So it's got it's got a lot of uh, similarities to a lot of stuff on Earth already. It's a so. luxury sports UFO. No, only right. the best companies make UFOs. You know, well, they do. They are sponsored. <laughs> Maybe this is just like a space race. And they space like an amazing race. Oh, <laughs> yeah, amazing but space your race. Next destination is. <laughs> Russia. Well, <laughs> yeah, Russia. Good luck. So, so maybe, maybe yeah. it was because apparently, apparently, the one of the the creatures uttered something. Like they made some type of they made some type of vocal noise, some kind of audible noise, and then ak- something like ak- that. Ak- gonk, gonk, ak- and then uh, what appeared apparently was like a luminous rectangle appeared on the ground. It was about uh, described to be about like two and a half feet by four feet. 
And it just, and then they uh, adjusted some controls on the robot's chest, the, the small, the gonk droid. And then that caused it to actually walk forward on its two feet that it had. Um, so maybe like this. They just, so they addressed it the fucking little yeah. guy. They were, or they were talking to the ship or something. So they just basically, it's like they just fucking cranked yeah, the box so walk, off. like a wind up. <laughs> twist <toy>. it off. <laughs> like, it's just a big twist toy. Hey, get the gears going. Hey, you guys impressed? <laughs> Look at that. But like, maybe this is just like he's like a no. Busker. They're fucking. What's the a gear? It's gear people. It's part of the gear wars. Yeah, oh, part of the gear wars. wars. Yeah, yeah, part of the gear wars. Them up. Yeah. Gear Volio Clogsworth or something like that. <laughs> something oh, yeah, like that, that actually. But like, uh, all these people are just standing here, like just dumbfounded. That this this giant spheres come out. These three beings. Well, I, do you, are we even sure that they're worried? Like they're probably just like, oh man, this is the, the fifth. Yeah, they're all, they're all probably like, please take really my son, save him. <laughs> from, yeah, from from the report, like <laughs> take my child. Yeah, no, no, not his child. My child, my child's stronger. So they're all throwing their kids forward. <laughs> take him, please. Oh man, um, for just five cents a day, you can. <laughs> Uh, from from the article, you had the you had the two prior, the two boys uh, who were staring there, dumbfounded by this entire thing. But apparently, there was also an older boy, like a sixteen year old boy, is what the the article mentions. And this boy, apparently, he was a bit closer than the other two, and he panicked. And in his panic, he let out. Uh, an audible cry, a scream, right? As these these creatures. Oh, so like a yeah, normal yeah, response. As they yeah, started yeah, moving, like as they okay. started moving. Yeah. And then... I the, thought the, for, sh- for sure you are going to say he peed his pants. <laughs> and the strange yeah. thing is, is that... I peed a little bit just talking about it. And the strange thing is that these, these creatures almost seem to notice these kids mm-hmm. standing here for the first time. It's like their reactions are kind of described as them just kind of looking up and then kind of observing that the kids are there. And it's like they hadn't even noticed them uh, until now, until they actually made some sort of sound. I wonder if they thought maybe they had some type of like cloaking device or like camo, you know, like they thought maybe they were under the flying under the radar and nobody <laughs> like, noticed them, right? like, what? They can see, like, us? Well, they see us? <laughs> well, they calibrated it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like, shit. <laughs> they just scream right back. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, and and this so this prompted the apparently one of the beans to turn its attention towards the the boy who made the noise who cried out, and they described it as its eye, the one eye I guess that like the whatever that this object, the sphere, the circle that yeah, the I guess red was their gaze, eye. it's the gaze right. of Sauron basically. And it started to glow, like it started to glow. It's uh, terrifying. <laughs> and then after it glowed, the alien, the the two aliens, the robot, and the UFO vanished. They just gone. What do you mean vanished? They just vanished. They just gone, disappeared. See, I got a camouflage. I got no. I got a theory on this. I think the human eye sees a what thirty frames per second. Something like that. Right? So these things, I think, they have the capability of, you know, moving at the speed of, or the vibrations of like, what was one under whatever the Hobbit was shot at. That's what, so they can just, they quickly just change their, you know, their frames per second. Boom. They're disappeared, right? Like they're vibrating too fast for us to even notice. Uh, You either see them or like you can't see them or if you do see them, you just have a seizure. (laughs) It's fucking over. And when you see them, you're like, they're moving just unnatural. It seems too weird. Hobbits shouldn't move like this. So they just instantly go from visible frame rate to 
hyper frame rate. Or maybe that's what the it means like they kicked up the gearbox, right? Like or, uh, their little droid there. And that's what it was stirring up, right? So it's like, it just, he powers maybe up. that's a bit of a coincidence that the kids screaming them attention to the gaze is exactly when it get, they get, you know, powered up for cloaking or whatever. And yeah, so it, it might've been some type of cloaking device or perhaps, uh, you know, yeah, maybe they jacked up the frames, but it only, it only was effective for a few minutes because after those few minutes, <laughs> you like the they shift, think they forgot the, about the us yet? The entire group came back. <laughs> right, Wait, the, the entire group came back. So obviously, their their cloaking devices are malfunctioning; like they're not working properly. Maybe well, how many minutes? So right, like that's why they're surprised that they saw them to begin with, and then initially, then finally, they do kick in, and then you know, not for long enough. So they get off problem. the ship. Their flux capacity. They get off the fucked. ship. They're thinking, oh, these fuckers can't see us. We got our, we got. We have yeah, the right good. frequency. They can't see us. Then when they realize their little droid kicks it up a notch, they disappear. But what interferes? Why do they come back then? They reappear just a few, uh, just it's a few just, minutes later, right? like five minutes later. Yeah. That's well, they come dicks. back and the, the kids are still there. And then one of the, one of the creatures uh, is holding what seems is described as just this four foot long straight tube. It's Fuck. holding this tube and Four-S2 it points this instrument here. <laughs> it points this instrument at the uh, the 16 year old boy oh, who had made the noise cover your ears <laughs> trigger warning well, trigger warning <laughs> and the <next>. boy vanished <laughs> oh, okay thank according god according to the report the kid oh, vanished thank god I thought I was going somewhere darker than that <laughs> yeah. well yeah he, so he yeah. fucking piped the kid yeah, piped him All right. so now the kid's gone yeah this just turned this just turned into the fucking world's scariest yeah. pop up magic show <laughs> kids yeah. fucking gone Tommy knockers and the uh, so the kid the kid disappears, uh, and then apparently the aliens the crowd, within the hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the little fucking box guys like They're doing, doing a little the little dance Russian kind of going jig. around, around. <laughs> Rah, <Yeah>. rah, <laughs> tin. Oh, it's just the Boney M concert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the the aliens and their robot apparently re-entered their craft. And the ship left after they had this boy. And then once the, the craft started accelerating away, the boy who had disappeared reappeared. Oh, shit. I wonder, like, it's, see, that's weird to me. I remember reading that. And I'm like, I'm wondering if this is just some way of, like, incapacitating this kid for, I don't know what they do to him to make him disappear. And then, it, like, they send him to the fucking yeah. phantom zone. And then when they, just so they can make it like a safe getaway, because maybe they interpreted his like screams as like a battle cry or like, oh, you know, like, well, well, yeah, knows, right? probably, yeah. they're like, oh, and they're so just they as scared, right? They're, they're probably more like, scared oh, of fuck, us like, than we are of them. <laughs> pipe this fucking kid. Don't they Drink like, the, the, and some of the people, like some of the, like the accounts are that briefly before he vanished, he like froze unnaturally as if he like getting this tube pointed at him. Freeze froze frame. him in place and then right after freezing they were like what it, gone he disappeared so it's like oh, right it's terrifying no, Whatever puff, this no puff of smoke just gone gone it's interesting because like we I've we've talked about this in the past I'm gonna fucking butcher it but I remember like, there's like that theory where like maybe these other civilizations they're not as like warmongering as we are, right? So maybe they don't have any weapons of self-defense. Maybe like they're they only have peaceful tac- tactics of like disarming people because they only carry le- right. Like so, that's all they have is this fucking they only carry pipe. less lethal, or 
or they're like super back and like this is like West Side Story or whatever where that's that they got like knives and yeah. broken bottles yeah. and chains like pointing clubs <laughs> switchblades uh, yeah. yeah also it's like I was thinking I was like too like when I was thinking about this is like because by all accounts when they first come out they're paying no like mind to the people watching like they're more interested in the ground the dirt soil samples and stuff and like I wonder if these things are just looking up at here and been like here's some more monkeys right like here here's some more like another species of uh of monkey and they're like hey all these uh, weird other hairless monkeys keep coming around us here and no one's hey, screaming <laughs> monkeys are scary though. monkeys are terrifying yeah but right? monkeys are scary like if they know about yeah. monkeys monkeys are fucking scary even worse, we're apes. Yeah. We don't have tails. Right? That's so, even scarier. Like, we're, we're very much right? similar. We're territorial, right? We <laughs> we join a pack. So it's like maybe maybe like, we're biclopses. <laughs> hey, there's a fucking right? more just more biclopses. Like, oh, yeah, like, no this deal. whole world biclopses. Yeah, these guys don't even have three eyes. That's their that's their their level of intelligence is the number of eyes. So like biclops. We have the we have the Kardashev scale, you know, like type zero, one, two, three, and they just go by yeah. Yeah. The clops the clop scale. The clop scale. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It adds up. But either way, I like I kind of thought I was like, maybe they just didn't care until the kids started screaming and they're like, all right, this is like we just don't want any issues. So they just take care of this kid for a second. But like where he goes, how long he's gone, how long, it's interesting because I'm like, he's not gone for very long, but like some people said like five minutes. I'm like, that's a long time to be gone if you're not liking where you're going, right? It's yeah. a fucking lifetime. Five yeah. minutes in the Phantom Zone? Well, and, and that's, the, that's the other thing is like, we don't exactly know what kind of technology these things have, what exactly they're doing. So it's like, was he actually gone for five minutes or for him, was he gone for like, you know, a couple hours? Was that a little time dilation style? Yeah. But he comes back yeah. with a beard and shit. I met this guy named Zod. Yeah. A lot of PTSD. He had a lot of a lot of crazy ideas, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it probably pretty similar to the current yeah. state of Russia. He'd be like, hey, see eye to eye here. Yeah, so that that ended the the in the article like i would say i wrote uh in september like that ended in the article of of what had happened like it was a, a, a mostly based on the interviews with the two boys or actually that that article apparently had gotten most of the details from the boys mothers uh is who uh most of us said that he spoke to before he wrote that article um but then following that there is an entire scientific investigation so we get of that too well, just um, before we just before we get into that, I just want to make the point too. It's like when the boy reappeared, a lot of people say it it was like he never left. So when he reappeared and unfroze, it was like he was like he's ah! he just kept screaming. He's like ah! he disappeared mid screen and, yeah, and he came back screaming. Ah, ah, looking around, everyone's kind of it's awkward now at this point. And just before we go to break, uh, we have a quick video clip for you of the interview with some of the Russian kids. A little. You know, it's hard to find. So the clip I have is in Russian, dubbed in Spanish, redubbed in English. So, you know, it is what it is. Here's a clip for you. Oh my God, you guys, I saw a big light come down from the sky and he got had three fucking eyes. And then this fucking guy disappeared. And I said, that's crazy. 
Jimmy. 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 Oh my God! You killed Kenny! You bastard! We're back. <laughs> now, any good UFO encounter uh, is made great by a thorough scientific investigation, and that is what followed in the the days after the original Voronezh sighting by the two boys. Now, on an October seventh, nineteen eighty nine, the Kamuna, the same very same newspaper uh, that had printed the original article, uh, followed up on that article with a number with a discussion of local observations of UFOs. Um, and also with an interview with one professor is it is Genreich Silanov. And he was a physicist from the spectral analysis laboratory of the Voronezh geophysical Institute and a member of the section on the study of anomalous phenomena of the society for radio engineering, electronics and communication. Jesus Christ. What a title. <laughs> so wow. I don't think you could get anybody. <laughs> if you wanted somebody uh, investigating UFO phenomenon, this is probably a guy that you would want. I was like, uh, did they have Travis Taylor come and collect some data? I don't know. <laughs> well, he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> this guy actually Eric, got some data. They didn't have Eric bard there <laughs> no bard dan no dragon no, no dragon <laughs> unfortunately Dang. no dragon if they had yeah. dragon they would have they would have got stuff yeah but. they would have got it all <laughs> all the data uh so the article uh mentioned uh, another at least three other landings by a, the UFOs of a similar description of the one that had been seen in South Park. And the the earliest of those had actually been observed on September 21st, uh, you know, about six days before uh, at 8.30 p.m. Uh, by some boys which were on Mendeleev Street. Now, this is the same, same thing kind of happened. You had the sphere landed, two humanoids and their robot emerged from it. And you know, perform some type of operation or, or some kind of uh, some kind of actions while they were out there. Got back into their ship and left. Now, so it it does sound like this area was having some sort of UFO flap, right? So then, you know, frequent sightings of the of the same similar thing. When we start to get into it, I was thinking of like what kind of cases did this remind me of? And then one thing really jumped to my mind at this point of what other case did we talk about? Uh, where something, you know, appears reddish in the sky. Charlie Redstar, Red Red right? <laughs> and we talked about this thing <laughs> hopping and Charlie skipping Red around. Star. But the difference is, the difference between this one and the Russia... The difference is this is, this is way, way scarier. <laughs> but the thing is... Charlie Redstar had a nice yeah, Canadian yeah, well, spin. Was, going right? out for a, he was just out for a beer run. But the reason why He's, it had the... Fucking Manitoba's why, Mickey Mouse. The reason like, why Charlie Redstar, uh, you know, didn't have these terrifying... Uh, encounters with people. It was because he was in Manitoba and no one fucking lives in Manitoba. You know how much empty space there is, right? Like had, had All Charlie Redstar been landing in Vancouver, right? Or in Surrey shots fired, baby. Like <laughs> it's, it's uh, it, it would have been pandemonium. You would have, we would have had stories like this all the time, but Canada is so vast and there's so much uninhabited land that part of me thinks that maybe this is something similar. Um, that was happening, but as Russia's pretty fucking fast, though, isn't it? A little bit more yeah, fast, just a little bit. But like Canada's yes. the second biggest landmass, Pop population Russia density is the biggest, is probably similar. Yeah. So maybe it's just but, maybe it's just yeah, luck of the draw, so, right? Where they're all of a sudden it, it, they're landing in populous areas, or maybe there's some sort of rare 
fauna or species in this era. We've talked about um, other case files like um, Cisco Grove comes to mind where we talked about the rare manzanita bush, right? Like maybe there's some sort of flower or fauna or tiny species or soil or microbe or something that's rare to this area. Or maybe they just want to fucking learn about fucking communism. <laughs> yeah, like, what's, what's this weird that style of governance? The fuck is yeah. com- communism? <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, like we talked about earlier, like there's a giant political shift happening, right? At like this it's, time. it's at this time, like maybe they're literally coming down to witness, bear witness and to see like, like I want some dirt what's going on. So he, yeah. <laughs> so, Collectible. So, I mean, well, just to, <laughs> they could watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> we had TV at that time beaming out. Not like, as fun. Not I mean, as fun for them. Sure. Aliens? Good. Um, so now, according to the article, uh, with these other additional landing sites, uh, Silinov actually had a team out there with uh, uh, other investigators, and they were av- actually able to trace these to locate these other landing sites. And um, so there, there's a book by uh, Jacques Vallée. Most people who are, you know, familiar with the UF stuff, you know, Jack's been around long fucking time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> guys, guys doing work. But he actually, he actually went to Russia to investigate the specific event um, and other Russian sightings, like while he was there, but he did this one. So he had, he had a chance to sit and like talk with Silanov and like people, investigators who were actually able to find these things. And when he asked them, like, how, how did you find these sites? Uh, you know, uh, Silanov was said that they were able to uh, trace the outlines of these sites using biolocation techniques. And what's, what's bi- bio? Yeah. What's that? I, there's a device. Uh, a device. So, right? so, so, yeah, so there's a series of a techniques device. and there's also a device. It's a particular set of skills one must acquire to look, to biolocate. And what are those, what are those skills? Like what exactly does, what, what skills does one need to biolocate? <laughs> well, at first you need a biolocator. <laughs> Where yes. the fuck do you get one of those? Yeah, you can't do fucking nothing without a biolocator. <laughs> well, it just turns it turns out actually that we have on location audio from this day. Of the actual like transaction of the acquisition of, of the biolocator. The acquisition of the biolocator. I can't reveal I can't Ow. reveal my sources, but we have Ow. on location Impressive. audio from the day. You can break this. God damn it, Silanov. You know how many international treaties I'm breaking just being here? Da, da, I know all about your international treaties, but this is beyond international, my friend. We have, we have our own Roswell in Voronezh. God damn it, Silanov, you're telling me you got your own goddamn Roswell happening? I thought you guys had this under control. My friend, we have had... A number of landings, and I need, I need the tools to find these landings to know for sure where they came down in this city. I don't have anything in my uh, at my university. I cannot find the. God damn it, Silanov! I'm gonna stop you right there. I know exactly what you need. You need yourself a goddamn biolocator, and I know just the guy. Just so happens. I got a guy on the inside. He set up shop right here in fucking Russia. God damn it. And he's been hawking American goods. 
You gotta go see him right now. He's got your biolocator. Da, comrade, da. <laughs> welcome, my friend. Welcome. Take a d seat. Take a seat. Right here. Take a seat. Can I get you a Pepsi? Uh, Would you like a Pepsi? Pepsi? You have Pepsi here. My friend, why do you talk so quiet? What What do you want, huh? You come into my store and you talk quiet. Tell me what you want, no, huh? I, I need. It, I need. I am here because. Listen, my friend. You are whispering to me. There is no judgment here. Do you want? You tell me. Do you want diet Pepsi? Is that what you want? It's no problem. You want diet, diet Pepsi? You want diet? No, you don't Pepsi? want. I. We do have that. You want pe you, crystal, you want crystal Pepsi? Pepsi? We have crystal Pepsi. It's in the bag. Walla, yes. Walla, I have crystal Pepsi. Listen. These things could get you arrested. This is Soviet Union, my friend. You think get these things could easily put you in gulag. My friend, my friend, I have blue Pepsi. That's okay. You cannot have blue Pepsi. My father can kill you. Muhammad, you tell us. I'm sorry, my friend. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about him. He's wasting everybody's time. You tell me, I will get you your diet Pepsi. Have a seat. Yet, my friend, the Americanski sent me to... The America? You talk to America? Well, of course you talk to America. I know America. He called me today. He tell me, be ready for my friend. He has got a beard. He is a man. He is coming to see you. I am ready for you. You come for the pickle baby, but the pickle baby sold out. No, right? pickle baby. No, it's all gone, right? Mohammed! Well, you got any pickle baby in the back? No, pickle baby. No, pickle baby, my friend. Sorry. You, are, you want to be on the wait list or what, my friend? Huh? <laughs> Me put you on the way I am the here for the biolocator. Oh, well, uh, what did you, my friend, well, you waste everybody's time. You come here, tell me right away. I want mechanical, biological, x-ray vision, super special, black cox, everything. We have it. Tell me, my friend, what is this thing? What do you need? I need the device to be able to find a... Uh, Places where anomalous objects have landed. My friend, we have exactly. My friend, every. Mohammed! What? Yalla, Talahoun! Mohammed! What is this man what do want you from want? me? What, do what you does want? this man want from me? My friend, what? sorry, one second, no problem. Do you what? know what he wants? A bio. A, what does he want? A bio? I don't know. I don't, uh, my friend, hold on a second. You, what is, tell me what this thing does, huh? What is it? You want to find want to stuff? Find, yes, it is for finding, yes. Okay, well, I'll grab him the way. Hey, get the Where's Waldo book for him. He wants to look and find. Is this what you mean? Yet, yet, it is, it is device. It is device. I don't know. You're telling me these things I don't know. It is device for locating anomalous areas. Oh, my friend, anomalous, abominous. I know exactly what you mean, huh? Take, listen, wallah, wallah, honest, right away, it's in the back, it's special. We have to, top secret, top number one special for you. So take your bibsy, go to the table, have hookah, have whatever you want, hummus, you want hummus? We give you hummus, whatever, have a seat at the table. Wallah, go, yalla, go, 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 go. Mohammed! What? Yalla, tell her Listen, listen. I don't. I don't fuck. I, well, I don't know. 
Oh, here's what we're going to do. Grab, like a, grab Pepsi, empty, like, liter Pepsi, grab it, put the hole, right? Like Bill Nye, you know, like, put the hole in the Pepsi. Put the hole in the Pepsi. Put the hole in the Pepsi, grab some duct tape, duct grab tape. the, you have, the, remember the duck hunt, the gun? Grab the duck hunt gun, put the, put the duck hunt gun into it, and maybe grab, like, coat hanger, a break coat it, hanger. break it, right? Break it, are you, put it in a ball, are okay? You are you describing the, the, <laughs> fuck are you describing the biolocator? Mohammed, would you all of a sudden sound a little bit different? That's weird to me. What's happened here? What happened to Mohammed? I can't do it quietly. Is this Mohammed? Is someone is a spy? What happened to you, Mohammed? Like, well, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Mohammed, tell me what sound, you said. I'm trying to sound American. That's better, yes. Wallah. You're describing the biolocator. Shubek, Wallah, that's. Ex- this is what this man said to me. He wants this is it. You have. Yeah, well, I do. You, Kelly, well, look, grab, go in the back, and I want you to come on slow. Bring it to me. I will get him back. Now go, yellow. Okay, 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 you're okay, wasting okay, my okay. time. Get that. Yellow, go get it. Why don't you have it already? Get going. Well, my friend, come back. Man, my, my friend, what are you doing? Come back. We have your thing. We're ready. Come on. Well, you have by your locator. Yes, well, will you, if you have any question, I tell you, we have it. Don't ever question, my friend. We have it for oh, you. This is very impressive. The Americans keep coming, coming isn't it? Well, uh, how does it work? Well, uh, just one second here. Mohammed, be gentle! Wallah, be gentle! You're going to drop it! It's going to go on the ground! It's going to be Khara! What are you doing? I will drop this! I will drop it, we all will die! Shubek get over here. My yeah. friend here is a biological, mechanical X-ray vision number one of device. Huh? Here you go. Little, don't worry about this. It's <laughs> antique. It's antique, okay? Spratsiva. Spratsiva. How does it work? Oh, my friend, you don't, what do you mean? You don't know how to work? Okay, listen, my friend, you don't know? Well, you don't know how to work. Everybody knows how to work uh, the mechanical fucking biological. Let me show you. Anyways, you pick it up in your hand, obviously, right? You have it. And then you look. Okay. And then when you look as far as you... You look as far as you can look. And once you look as far as you can look, you smell. <laughs> you smell as, as much as the smell as you smell. Okay, well, you do that and... Mohammed! What else? Uh, mechanical, uh, biological, or what else he do, huh? You must touchy, feely. Well, of course, the easy, 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 number important. one, easiest part. And it's most, Im- listen, most important. You touchy and you feely. And you will find Waldo, you will find the rock. You will find the pickle babe. You find whatever you want. Okay, my friend? Spratsiva, spratsiva. This will come in no very now useful. Listen. Well, uh, I, I, it's good that you tell me now because I'm sorry, my friend. It's just, I don't know what. Everybody this week come to me say, I want the same thing. So I'm running out. I've had to raise the price. It's going to be $47.95, huh? How much is it in the rubles? So how does a biolocator work again? 
So <laughs> the biolocator is, is based on a set of principles and according to a, a definition from a Soviet from a from a Soviet era dictionary, biolocation techniques are basically using your senses to locate things. <laughs> So using your natural senses of sight, hearing, yeah. smell, just take taste. a big whiff. Yeah, pretty much. Touch your feelings. Yeah. So when that you biolocation, when you when you go and you're like, I lost my keys. You're like, I better search for them. You're actually using. You're actually biolocating. No, no. You yeah, better biolocate them. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So when you're looking yeah. for something and then you find it, biolocation, baby. So right. we're always biolocating. So essentially, yeah. we're biolocators. We're, we're biolocators. Biclops. Biolocators. 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 and biolocators. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Pretty good at it. We find our stuff, mo most of it. Now, I mean, it, the, the biolocation techniques and, and uh, we're not the only devices they use, you know, because you, you got to use a couple to confirm, you know, to, to, to corroborate your, uh, your findings. So uh, not only did they use that, but they also used uh, dowsing rods, apparently. Uh, psychic dowsing rods. Of some type. Psychically charged? Like, yeah. were they charged under a full moon or what? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> gypsies. They were urinated but, uh, on by gypsies. We, you know, we joke, we joke about the biolocation and stuff, but like, there, it, it wasn't hard to find because there was physical evidence at these sites. Like, they did find stuff. So, yeah, uh, from, from the reports, it is, uh, there was a, like a definite circle like an area that, that looked like an impression in, in some of these landing sites. And then they found within this circle, they found about four, two inch deep depressions in a diamond shape formation, according to them. Kind of lines up to that, like di the diamond shape that was on the ground, right? Like that red. Yeah. That the did some, the, well, so, uh, some of the things say that they shot like a diamond or triangle, like beam onto the ground, one of these beings at one point when it was looking around at the dirt. So that could have been one of those things. I mean, I Dan, you said it before that it also could have been a square, depending where you're, yeah, where you're depending standing. on what angle you're looking at. It could have been a square. <laughs> well, it could, it could, Diamond just sounds I cooler. Heard I, I heard rhombus. Yeah, rhombus. Yeah, I heard rhombus. But, so rhombus. Pick, pick a shape. But the uh, but, but yeah. the circular <laughs> impression though is like that. It's not something that just like oh there was something here. Like whatever sat there would have had to been several tons to like kind of put that kind of depression into the ground. Yeah. Well, like it's indented, indented the right? Ground. Yeah, it's like indented. Yeah. yeah this what also I was reading too, it, apparently there was like like extreme levels of cesium in the area. Is that radioactive? Cesium? I think that's a good question. I think it it, it's like, like a biolocation it's some, like a form of liquid metal, isn't it? Well, it's like a form of liquid metal, like mercury. Uh, so cesium. cesium, I'm pretty sure cesium gives off a, uh, a, a definite radioactive, radioactive metal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there were reports that in some of these, at some of these landing sites, that there was a uptick, like a concerning uptick, enough to to be like a notable uh, measure of radiation, uh, radioactive material out there. Yeah. See, that's nothing to worry about here. It's just a kid's soccer field. Quick note about cesium. No it's one of only a handful of elements that is liquid at room temperature, like metals at room temperature. Yeah. So we know the aliens like mercury, right? Apparently, <laughs> or they like Uranus. Mercury powers craft. <laughs> yeah. So there was physical evidence. There was impressions on the ground. Something made them. Yeah. Was it the craft? 
That's that's yeah. the idea is that what else? at these sites that they found that they psychically doused and biolocated that these sites were actually where the craft had landed. Like they had these, uh, according to some of these articles, they they had these sightings going back days, to previous days uh, before the actual the the big one that was witnessed by the the at least the two kids, um, and and then these others landing sites. Uh, were able to kind of just be able to be noted and be like, this is they they were in the same area, uh, fly like, and people had witnessed some type of, uh, you know, UAP, uh, going around the city at that time. So it's like multiple people. I think at least there there, there was like a couple sightings and like a, one of them was like a at least I think there were two that were actually like ex like Soviet pilots. Like they had seen these things and they like they're not planes. Like I I know what planes look like and those weren't planes. Uh, and so you have all of these reports coming up with this, you know, they experienced their own UFO flap. And then not only that, you had the report of an actual, you know, close encounter of the, you know, essentially a third kind. And they also, (laughs) they also like had a lot of the kids that were there draw pictures of what they saw. Uh, and a lot of the drawings came back strikingly similar, like of, you know, very similar. Obviously some people suck at drawing. So (laughs) they're like, "Eh, you know, kind of the same. Uh, based on your skill level, uh, good work there, Sergey. Um, but it, it, a lot of accounts, you know, they said it was very similar. Those beings with like this really dome-shaped head, three eyes, these symbols, the disc, this, you know, the orb with the door. Like a lot of the depictions are the same. Um, so I found that kind of fascinating too, because it's like as soon as you start getting so many um, people seeing these things, it starts to make me believe that they saw something you would i mean it's compelling nonetheless like to have that many different people at least speak up not necessarily about seeing the the triclops aliens but craft in the sky all leading up to the day pretty cool yeah it's it's a sighting that that i've seen like the voronish like uh, some people would be like oh i've never heard of this before uh you know us being in the ufo thing i've heard of this one before like i think i actually made this one this one was a previous romp on not that we picked it, but it was on the list um, that I found. Uh, but what is one of those things? But uh, a lot of it, yeah, it always reminds me. You got ten foot, uh, you know, Cyclops robots, which I'm very much like Earth stood still kind of stuff, like Klaatu, right. Barada, Nikto, um, uh, and and so yeah, and the and the gonk droid. I just I I like this fact for just like there's this little droid walking around on two feet like it doesn't roll around on wheels like you think it doesn't hover it doesn't hover like you think like uh, you know uh, aliens that would have control of of gravity and time and space to travel the vast distances between solar systems but it's got little legs that it walks on it's great i love it i love, I love fucking gonk droids gonk 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 <laughs> the gonk um, so to, to temper the whole thing, uh, you kind of have to also go into the background of what was going on, maybe like the, the cultural and, and social climate of the time. So like we, like we mentioned before at the beginning of the podcast or this, this case file specifically, um, this is very much, uh, at the time, uh, the Soviet union is in shambles. It is falling apart. It is, um, it is changing, uh, at the time. Uh, and even before this time there, there was a concept which had been kind of, uh, I guess you could say it had been, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, <laughs> I can't remember the word, I, whatever. Um, so there, there's a concept called <laughs> whatever. It doesn't fucking matter, <laughs> I right? I can't yeah. remember. I'm not yeah. saying it. They were poor and starving, basically. 
<laughs> no, no, no. It's a, there was a concept that had been, uh, uh, yeah, ushered, ushered in, in with the, with the, um, uh, with the changing times, especially in, in the media. So in the media of the Soviet Union. So a lot of the Soviet Union, you know, under Stalin uh, had been like a real clampdown on what you could print at the time. Like there's very, there were things that you could print and things you cannot print. You It was super heavily state Run. Right. Everything was super media. censored. Like there were, there were things that you could put in there and there were definitely things that you were going to yeah. get in there or you're going to go to the gulag. Like that's yeah. where you're going to end up. If, if you think we're experiencing a, a little bit of oppression and free speech in North America at the moment, you got... <laughs> think, <laughs> Not you anymore. Think, Elon Musk <laughs> saved us. Save us but okay. You got to hit. You got to go you're back to, to the USSR. Use whatever terrible words you want on Twitter. Now. And so, towards the end of the USSR's existence, um, you there was a there was a decreasing pre-publication and pre-broadcast censorship. So there was they were not getting the, the media companies, the news newspapers, um, uh, news programs were not getting a lot of interference on what they could run and what they could not run uh, with. So this is just about the time, um, it, you know, it was kind of a, it, usually it's cited as being like a little, uh, like a just like a five year period between 1986 and 1991 is where it really started to kind of ramp up, and so a lot of the uh, news agencies were just kind of printing stuff and being like, seeing kind of how far we can go, like how far can we push this along to get. <laughs> I got a great metaphor for this this time in uh, the USSR. At the end of it here, it's like uh, the five years pre weed legalization in Canada where there's this weed stores that would pop up and they would keep selling more and more and stronger oh. edibles. And then eventually they're like, okay, we get away with this. This is all good. And then there was a hundred weed shops. Then there was a thousand. Then they're like, I guess this is legal now. And then we legalize. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened here. Uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty apt uh, metaphor. So um, not only were you having a lot of information like within the country itself coming out, you had a lot more information about the quality of life and the quality of consumer goods that were uh, in the United States and Western Europe. And all of that became, started to filter on into the Soviet population who had been, you know, at this time, like we said, they were waiting in bread lines. Like there were bread lines in the Soviet Union. Like there was widespread, <laughs> widespread hunger. Yeah. Uh, like, didn't actually like millions of people starve to death over that? A last couple, there were a couple places like that happened. Yeah, there was um, there was some mass starvation. It's yeah. horrifying. Uh, and so you you had this entire kind of all of this stuff kind of from the from the West was kind of filtering in because it, it, all of it wasn't being heavily censored as it was before. So this also included the things like the entire stuff that was going on in the U.S. like it, the kind of whole Western UFO neo-spiritualism stuff that was was going on that was forming in the United States and Western Europe. So you're getting all of those ideas like coming in UFOs, right? UFOs, Roswell, and all of those things, those ideas about UFOs were coming into Russia as well. Mm. So... <laughs> So you have these, you have, you have a lot of newspapers just kind of printing stuff seeing like, oh, somebody saw something strange. We could print a story about it. Not necessarily being like, you know, people will read it. That's cool. Right. And like, and, and it's also, it's going to get people's mind off of the idea that we're all, our entire society is falling apart at the seams. <laughs> uh, you know, our. That's a good idea. Right. That's an escape, right? 
Something to take your mind well, and off. And you're all starving. Who's on? not to say that you're hallucinating? You just haven't eaten all you eating bread. <laughs> uh, so, so, but the also the interesting thing is that not only was this this event like drew the attention of local newspapers, but even like international newspapers. Like you had the New York Times uh, actually contacted uh, Moiseev, who was the director, uh, or Vladimir uh, Moiseev, which was the director of the regional health department in for that area. And they asked him about this. Like they asked him about the specific event. Like, hey, we heard we heard about this. Like, do you have any comment? Like, did any of uh, you know? For example, did that kid who disappeared and came back? Did did anybody, did anybody at the, talk at the to site? Him? Is yeah, has anybody okay? talked to him? <laughs> has anybody? Yeah, da. We gave him some bread yeah. and sent him. <laughs> we put him to the front of the line. Uh, but okay. apparently, according to Moiseev, like none none of the witnesses who had been there. Uh, asked for medical help or reported to any uh, medical facility to to get checked out. Even the boys who had the, the other two boys who were identified by name uh, did not get uh, receive any medical attention or anything like weeks after the encounter. I don't think they were getting a lot of medical attention for much though at this time to be in their defense. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, it's you know that that doesn't really way too much for me that they didn't go get medical help because I'm like, well, they were also starving and bread lines, like things weren't good. So it's like, would you have gone to seek medical help? I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. Would there would be, there be resources yeah, there at that time? Yeah. Send them to the fucking barber. Yeah, it looks like you need a haircut. Uh, and there were a couple groups that, that, uh, it took this. Not only did you have you know scientists out there looking for the you had you had Jacques Vallee out there uh, you know talking to scientists and thing, but you had other uh, organizations that were kind of uh, perhaps trying to capitalize on the idea that this was a Russia's Waswell because you had a there was a private company that was Roswell 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 you had a, a private company called Stalker. <laughs> Stalker. Yeah, it, it was a business apparently that opened up and offered tours of the Voronezh uh, UFO landing sites. Tours of your ex girlfriend's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you could you could take a tour. I guess they would pack you into a van, and for ninety five dollars, you could drive out to some of these landing sites. And for an extra three dollars, this is American dollars, not rubles, but like an extra three dollars, you could talk to specialists and witnesses firsthand. It, yeah. I'm pretty Vornish. sure they gave you. They included accommodations too, <laughs> which was probably just a bunk bed in the trailer. They probably also yeah, probably the kid gave that you disappeared. a rank in the fucking Soviet military. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like why like a three dollars like you want commission? You want to be you want to be a here. Russian lieutenant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, off the gulag uh, you go. Um, what's interesting? What I was thinking about this this uh, encounter. Um, two two things, kind of ideas popped in my head when I was looking at it. Is one of the things is that these you know beings they describe nine, ten feet tall. Whether that's exaggerated or not, a lot of the descriptions of them kind of have them as lumbering, like you know, kind of like with their little mechanical, not such smooth movements that we would be making. They described it as like an awkward gait. Yeah, so it's like part of me like that kind of got me thinking, I was like, well, maybe if they're from another planet that had a higher gravity than ours or lower gravity, sorry, lower gravity than ours. And they're coming here and it's like, this is like, they're like, this is like, they're, it's like walking through mud Struggling. for them, right? Like, even though they're bigger, uh, maybe their muscle tone is stuff and in these suits or it's very cumbersome, right? So it's, it's actually tough for them. 
But by the time they leave, their yeah. power levels oh, are exactly. so, always training higher. Gravity. So I was kind of thinking that maybe that could account for some of that like awkward gait and stuff. Um, but it wouldn't account for like them just have like disappearing because I'm like, why would you ever walk around if you had the uh, ability to just like disappear to wherever you're from? Um, but that kind of got me thinking on the when I was trying to figure out that aspect of it. I was kind of thinking that like if we were like as three dimensional beings, like if we wanted to interact like with two dimensional beings, we would have to have some sort of like vehicle or construct in the two dimension to go to. Cause we, when we went there in these things, like we couldn't just go in our body. Like we, we would have to have some sort of like VR in the two dimension that we operate. Right. And then when you're in the two dimension, it would be weird for you because all of a sudden you wouldn't have this full range of motion. Like you would, you know what I mean? Like you would be, you'd be like so limited to what you would do that it would, you couldn't naturally move. Cause you'd be like, this doesn't feel, I feel awkward. So part of me th- was thinking that maybe these are some sort of, you know, we talk about dimensional beings and stuff, but maybe this is like some sort of three-dimensional vessel for these extra-dimensional beings that they just operate while trying to get stuff from us. And that's when they just vanish like that, that's them being like, and pull them back to the fifth dimension for a second, right? Now we can't... It's them yeah, rage quitting. All of a sudden, we out. can't Super perceive them at all. Boom, like our perception... Gone. They're just they. Our perception of them is disappeared, and then they're like, and we're back, right? And like nothing happened, kind of thing. So that's kind of where Surprise. I was thinking about it over here. Yeah, so uh, beings that can control their vibrations. Yeah, maybe or like or the, just some sort of two dimension, three dimensional construct that they're using to visit these air. This dimension. Yeah, I almost. I like that as well because if you're that advanced, let's say, why not just. Project not, not you're projecting something down is not even you, maybe. Yeah. Like you're sending like a, maybe it's a hologram. Maybe that's like they're projecting down this hologram. Yeah. And may, either it malfunctions, disappears for a bit, they get it back online and they come back. Classic. Or you know, the old pull the plug, pull, plug it back in. <laughs> With or, the boy. She brought the boy. Send him back. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the disappearing stuff is quite odd. I mean, we never really got enough of a statement to really go on that, but yeah, it is is weird, super weird case, really cool. Now there is some. I mean, if you're looking, if you're listening to our podcast, you like this podcast, you you like make connect connection. There's some case files that you know um, that popped into my head right away. That's case file two twelve Cisco Grove UFO encounter, and uh, you know mm. we talked about uh, Charlie Redstar, which is case file one fifty four. So if you want to go back and listen to those ones uh, and see if you make up any other connections in your head, uh, I would encourage you to do so if you haven't already. Cisco, the Cisco Cisco Grove, the silver robotic alien. And what there was another one that kind of popped in your mind. What was Pascagoula encounter? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Pascagoula. Uh, Pascagoula Pascagoul also had the uh, like notably tall entities that uh, robotic-looking entities that approached uh, two men who were out fishing. Yeah, and that's uh, uh, case file ninety-four. Mm. Wow, that's ninety-four. Yeah. So if you want to like listen, that to that, was in the hundreds we're, somewhere. We're getting old. We're getting old. <laughs> I thought that was in the we're hundreds getting somewhere. We're getting up there. Um, way back. But yeah, yeah. The, these these type of cases pop up now and again, and they kind of share a very similar accounts and descriptions of the craft ETs, et cetera. So that's cool to check out. Well, and, and you know what? Maybe let's, you know, like Dan said, you know, they were they testing, testing the waters of what they could print. 
So, you know, is this a, a case of, uh, you know, the old, uh, the first Russia fake news uh, coming out of there, right? 89. Um, it's, it's the beginning of the, uh, you know, tabloids, Russian yeah. tabloids. is the weekly world news. The Komuna was the uh, weekly Soviet news, I guess. Uh, let us know what you think, right? Shoot us a message on our socials, uh, you know, wherever you follow us and uh, let us know what you think. Is, did it happen? Oh, yeah. Listen to all the accounts, hashtag look it up and uh, we'll, we'll share some pictures and interviews and stuff. Uh, but let us know what you think. Yeah. Would aliens be good at soccer? Yeah. Could we beat them? <laughs> Coming back to the title of the first article. Could we beat article. them? There was no soccer play. If there, if there was, if, if we had to them. stop them. Oh, could we do Space Jam with soccer? Yeah, no. No. Here, here's here's the reason why. Who would star in Space Jam? With soccer? No, I guess it wouldn't be yeah, Space Jam. Name, name five soccer players. <laughs> Leo Messi. Yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah, what's his last name? Neymar. What's Neymar his last from name? Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano, okay. Cristiano Ronaldo. What's, what's Neymar's first or last name? I don't know. <laughs> Just, um, they're soccer players. They only go by Beckham. Yeah. yeah. Beckham. He doesn't play soccer anymore, though. He's retired. Oh, Francois Aguilini. <laughs> You're making up names now. You're making up names. Francois Aguilini, Derek Roy. Those are hot. These are hot sure players. Are, was he retired no, or is sure, he still playing baseball? I'm sure those are soccer players. Anyways. It's funny, though, when you ask, like, Neymar's, like, he only he's like, Cher. Neymar Jr. Is he Neymar Jr.? Is he just Neymar? Uh. I don't. Yeah, probably. I think so. I remember Just Neymar. Um, let's uh, let's wrap. Let's go. Let's move on. I got to give a theorite of the week. You're all getting the same. We all are getting the same thing right now. I have two of them. Dan's and Andrews are in the mail. But Bandito Frito off our Discord bought us something that I've always wanted to buy for myself, but I'm too lazy and too cheap. Got. Neon signs of the logo. That's so, so fucking, fucking cool. cool. I need to look because my lights are shining on it, so you can't get the actual green. Yeah. But they're pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's that's so awesome. rad. Back, back there on the wall by the window, I yeah. think somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So I hang there. Is it so a battery one? These. Like you just put some batteries? No, it's uh, it's powered. Oh, that's it cool. Yeah, it's got a oh, it's got a control so too. Nice. Can't well, wait. That's Bandito Frito. I believe you're a two timer, if not maybe even a three timer now. That's awesome. Thank yeah, you, you deserve it. Super, yeah. super, you super cool. You didn't have to do that. And I'm going to try and reimburse you. You said no, but I'm going to try. <laughs> Keep trying. I'm going to do it whether you like it or not. <laughs> do it. I'm going to cancel your membership, all right? Pay you back that way. Hmm. No, just kidding. That was super thoughtful. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. You are this week's Theorite of the Week. And before we get into the Patreon stuff, go check out our merch store because we got sweatsuits. We got all the classic back. OG Alien Head. We got El Nasty. Sweaters, sweatshirts. You got everything. And even though Andrew said it earlier, guess what? Pickle Baby's back. Um, from oh. now until January 1st, just in time for Christmas. So get your orders in now to make sure your loved ones can be draped head to toe in ATT. And they're like, who? But the, I'm the only one you get the fish and pickle baby from. Okay, don't listen to this guy. What do you say? And so you can you're, you can get quizzical looks from your relatives when you present them with the ATT shirt, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you priceless? To? Priceless. Jesus. 
Anyways, if you're not supporting the show and you want early access, ad-free, the bonus stuff, all the goodies. Yeah, fuck all that, though. We need hair. Again, we need fucking hair. <laughs> all right? Forget yeah. all that. It's the whole Patreon. reason. Patreon.com, Alien Theorist uh, Podcast. Help us get hair like these beauties that Zell's about to list. <laughs> Everyone on this list has hair. That's I'm right. sure. AlienTheorist.com. Yeah. Find the links to the merch, the Patreon, everything. We appreciate it. This week's newest supporters, James Busser. Mark Pearson. Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dave Thomas? Uh, I'm adding the E for him. It's Dave oh, Thomas. Try to type out. Ash Nightingale. Whitney Uwer. John. Oliver Xeri. Alum Knight. Sean Andraka. Kyle. Wayne. T Dubs. For your pledge. Bud Stuffins. I feel like we say Bud Stuffins like every other week. I, mean, I think he must be canceled. Oh, every, he signed it up. Yeah. Just to say his uh, name. Hey, get on you, Bud Stuffins. Next time we're not going to say it, so we'll suck the fucking things. Matthew Wilbur, Sarah Tate, and Alan Taylor. Thank you very much for supporting the show. We appreciate it. Woo! And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. See you in the half time.